Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast better known as the VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox, and we are going to try yet another new thing today. Hopefully, you're enjoying our guests, the ones that I interview. Hopefully, you've started to at least tolerate the insurance that I go on. And now, we're going to add one more. It's called Ask Rick. And let me tell you where this one came from. We're sitting around. We're talking about you know what we're doing with the show. I'm sitting with Melanie. I'm sitting with Dylan. And we're figuring out what to do moving forward. And I keep using examples of these questions that I receive from all of you. By the way, keep sending stuff in via LinkedIn. I respond to everything. So if you have a question, you have a comment, you have somebody you think should be on the show, make sure you know about it. If you haven't done our survey yet, uh, it's in the show notes. Make sure that you're out there. Uh, give, it, give, us, give us your input so we know what's going on. But I do get these questions all the time about, you know, what's going on. I'll either be talking to somebody on the phone back in the day when it was at conferences or what I, what I love is when people interact with me on LinkedIn and I get these, these questions. So we thought, what if we made an episode where I just took your questions and I just gave answers to them and we just saw how that went. So we're going to try this. Um, again, we're opening this up for listeners. So if, if you want to ask questions, not only thank you for the ones that already have, but now I'm asking you to ask questions. So send those questions in. There's a couple different ways you can do that. We actually now have our own email address with inside Vertifor called podcast at vertifor.com podcast at vertifor.com. Send a question there. I get those. I'll get those immediately or Send me, a, send me a direct message on LinkedIn and I get them there as well. And like I said, I respond to every message. So during this Ask Rick, Rick episode, just to kind of tee it up, what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of say the question and then give you my two cents on what the answer I think is or should be, or try to give some guidance to some people that have asked really good questions. So here we go. Let's kick this thing off. All right. Question number one. And I'm going to read it off. My agency owner doesn't want to try a new software because the last time we tried something, it didn't work and he didn't want to waste any more money. How do I convince him to try again? Not the first time I've heard that. Not the first time you've heard it. This is a, it's a pretty common occurrence in our industry, right? It's much easier to do nothing than to do something. So usually what's, what's happening is agencies are standing pat. So we're in 2021 now. We, we're still in the throes of a global pandemic. And technology has taking, taken the forefront in almost everything we do in life. So how do you get them to move? It's, a hard, it's, a hard, it's hard to say, here's the secret sauce. But let me give you some, some ammunition to use during this, Okay. Because technology is making such a difference, if you run a team in your office and you think your team could be more productive, if you can state a case where there is an ROI on technology change to ownership, if you can make a case that culture alone would be affected in a positive way 
by getting more access to more modern technology, to making the agency more modern, to, to being able to work in an environment where the things I do, I do them once and they're done versus double entry, triple entry, things that happen in a lot of agencies still to this day. If there's something you're using that you can prove to your ownership group, to your principal, to just whoever's in charge that is generating, whether that's more leads, better retention, better culture. So, so really, if you want to take this on as a responsibility and think you need to come armed with information, what is the return on the investment? So what you're asking is for an owner to spend money, but for what? What do we get? Because most people, even that aren't owners, are afraid of change. So you're saying, how do we change? I want you to pay for it. Okay, that's all great. And yes, you're right. It's 2021, people. It's time to be moving toward like even current, let alone forward thinking technologies. With That's where you need to be. Come with a plan. Come with a, a return on investment. We, because of, if we could do this, we could generate X more quotes. If we could do this and automate this, we think we could give 10 minutes of productivity per hour back to each one of our employees. Make a case for what you're trying to do. It's on you because the owner obviously is the one writing the check, but they might not have a grasp on what's happening day to day in the agency. Everybody in the world has a grasp on what's happened out in the, the market, out in the marketplace to consumers. So let me just put a bow on this question for you. So in essence, what I'm really asking for all of you to do is, is to take more ownership in this and really get involved in the process. It takes a village to move the needle sometimes, but this is the time. Like it, it's time for agencies that are not moving forward with technology in all aspects of their technology to do that. So that would be my, my, uh, my two cents would be get, get involved, bring facts, bring return on investment information to people that make decisions and, and can, can finalize the new technology. All right. Next question. Are you concerned that self-service will take the human touch out of the relationship between agents and their clients? Yes, it is convenient, but I think agency, the agency is concerned that if they have a self-service portal with us, then our personal connection will be lost. And then it's logical to think they might then leave us for direct to carrier. Isn't our personal touch what makes a difference? 100%. So let me unpack this one. So the main, like, like let me just say this. If, if you aren't looking at technology as a way to keep your personal relationships, if you're not looking at self-service as a way to generate more time so you can be personal, you're looking at it through the wrong lens. Self-service, uh, customer portals, anything that's automated, what in essence that should be doing, it's not eliminating you. It's not taking out the personal touch. It is giving you time to have the personal touch, to build deeper relationships, to give your customers the, the personality of who you and your agency are. So the agencies that are being the most successful, the ones that I talk to that I'm like, okay, they've got it figured out. 
they're using self-service. They're using client portals. They are using automation, like as it relates to workflows, as it relates to marketing, so that their staff is less overwhelmed by work, so that that same staff can have conversations about renewals, about what's going on, just simply to find out how the customers are doing, to have time to get out in front of things like renewals, to get out in front of lost leads for producers, things like that, where right now it's just hair on fire, run through the office, go home and start over in the morning, shampoo, rinse, repeat. Using automation, using act, giving your clients access to information at Saturday at 9 p.m. when you're not available does not change the relationship. It should give you back. Not only have you built a relationship that's that, that meets expectations of today's consumers, right? They're, they, they've been Amazon, they're expecting click, click, and I'm done. At nine o'clock on a Saturday night, they want to go drive their car and they don't have an ID card. Can they go to your website, get into the portal, get themselves an ID card? That's, that's one, that's self-service. At the same time, little Jimmy's about to turn 16 and they want, they, they want to feel good that they're in the right place with their auto policy. They, they, whatever it has, it, they want to talk to you. If it's about their business, they want to have a conversation. You get to have that personal touch. If you have lost for those agencies that are so tech far forward or far down the road that have taken the personal touch out, that's not the right way either. It's the right blending of technology to give customers what they expect and what they expect is quick and personal. So those are the two things that you can do by using tools to make your staff less overburdened by just the, the day-to-day grind that our industry presents. That would be my answer to that question. Think about it in terms of what you would want if you were a customer. If you were a customer of your agency, you would want access to your information whenever you wanted it because that's what you expect now as consumer. That's what you get at Amazon. That's what you get at Netflix. That's what now, you know, with the pandemic, that's what you get when you order groceries to be delivered to your porch. So you want that. But now insurance is a pretty important thing, right? That's protection of, for all of the most important things in your world. So they want the personal text. They want those two elements. If you find the right blend of that, you use the technology to give them what they need and you use your personal touch, whatever that is in your agency, to make sure they feel like you are there for them. If you do those two things, that is a recipe to success. I love that question. And I actually really love that answer too. Uh, okay, next question. I talk, uh, you, it says you, so I'll, let me read the question. You talk a lot about independent agents, but what about listeners who work for carriers? What advice do you have for us when it comes to stepping up our game or making the industry better? I love this question. And if I, if I, if it feels out there to you carrier folks, like I have been focused on agency, um, partially that is true, but mainly it's because as it relates to not only our agencies, but our carriers, we're talking about a lot of things that relate to carriers even though I might not specifically be talking about a carrier. So agency function in the independent channel is a direct correlation to how they work with their carriers. 
So if you work at a carrier, here's, here's my mandate for you. You're hearing what we're saying and you hear us talk a lot about 2021 now and tech, tech forward modernizing the agency. Change one word in that sentence and say modernizing the carrier. The, the carriers right now that I talk to and I speak to a lot of carriers as well as agencies that are, that are winning, that are not only growing but they're building better relationships with their agencies are doing the same things that we're asking our agencies to do. They're making that process seamless. They're giving their agencies or their customers, the agent, access to information through technology, through easy access. Back to the last question, but it's still, there's still personal touch there too. So if you work at a carrier today and you are, you're feeling like maybe your carrier is falling behind in that game, it's time to have some conversations internally there as well. The carriers that are forward thinking, that are making the, you know, let me say it this way, that are taking the plunge into putting technology at the top of their strategy so that they, they are accessible, so that they're, they're streamlined, so that every interaction they have with their agents is easy for the agent. That makes it easy for the customer, which makes the agent want to use the carrier. So um, I, will, I, I, I got this question a little while ago and I, I have already started to make some inquiries about getting more carrier folks on the podcast for our guests. So we will get different perspectives. I do apologize if it comes across as agency centric, but I think the agency is, is, in, the, is in the core of the distribution channel. You've got your customers on one side and your carriers on the other, but it all sort of hubs in that agency. So. I'm, I'm thankful for, for whoever sent this in. I'm not going to give any names, Bill. But, but at the same time, I want you to, to visualize what we're talking about and take that information. Not only should you have more information about the agency and the customer for your carrier, but understanding that that agency is depending on you as carriers. So hopefully that helps answer that question. All right, I'll do one more. And I've talked about this, but it, it, it comes up so much, I wanna readdress it. It's how do we attract young talent into our agency? And, and there is no silver bullet, but the answer is it's hard work. It's being in the right places. It's having the right conversations. It's being active out in the marketplace. And I don't mean with your consumers, I mean like on LinkedIn with other professionals. It's, it's leaning on your folks internally to find that younger talent. If you are predominantly of experience, a seasoned agency, it might be starting to have conversations with your local universities and colleges, finding an intern program that you're willing to sponsor where students can get credits, come learn insurance. Hopefully you've presented them a, a a seat in front of a computer with technology that looks like they're used to looking at, think about their age, and then they wanna stay. So, so it really becomes, what I, what I talk to so many ag agencies, and you can't see me right now, but I'm throwing my hands up the air, and they say, I don't know what to do. We don't have any young talent. We don't know where to find it. We're better than that. It, it isn't like insurance doesn't just 
fly off the page as something that's you know super sexy or exciting to go work in the insurance business, but man, is it stable. And man, do people have long, successful careers in insurance. So think about it in those terms. What do you want young people to know? And then I did a rant once, I think it was mid last year on talent. And I said, you better be presenting in a way that young folks that come through your door to interview or to check you out, look in and say, wow, yeah, this place is pretty, pretty cool. They, they got flat screens and <laughs> triple monitors and like all like, you know, things that seem silly, but that is, that is table stakes for the younger generations. So uh, that, that's, that's my approach to that. I would say more than anything else, get involved, whether that's socially online, whether that's with your local colleges and universities, building intern programs. It's hard work, but it pays off because that young talent, the next generation, the way they think is the way our customers are starting to think or already think. We need the young talent. Go find it. Make it part of your strategy to go out and find young talent for your agency. I got uh, one quick one here. Um, it says, you use a lot of movie quotes in, in, your, in your podcast. What's your, what are your favorite movies? So I'll just give you three off the top of my head. My favorite movie of all time is Gladiator. Um, my favorite old school comedy is Fletch. And what I always call my sneaky favorite, like one that I didn't think was going to be great or didn't even really know about it, is a movie called Crazy Stupid Love. It's really funny, Steve Carell. Uh, it's got a cool story to it. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to add that in for a little fun, but um, keep sending me your notes. Keep, remember to go to podcast at vertifor.com in the, the header to this podcast that you just clicked on, there is a link to go take our survey. We really appreciate your feedback. I'm humbled by all the, res the response and support we get for this podcast. We're gonna take this Ask Rick format out for a run. So if you hear it and you like it, send me questions and, and we'll keep doing it. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe, not only where you get your podcast, but at vertifor.com, go to the resources tab, click podcast, subscribe there. There's additional content that comes out through that subscription. Uh, thanks again, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, and if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.